What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside the Tap In studio. Man, I got one of my homeboys, somebody who I am quickly becoming a fan of. My boy Joseph in the building. What's happening, man? What's going on, brother? Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. I'm glad to be back, man. Yes, sir. Man, I just want to say, like, everything I've been seeing on, on you online is, like, it's amazing. Appreciate it's it. like it's dope. I am a fan. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Love. And it's crazy because I I starting to get to know you personally. For sure. But it's I'm a I'm a fan, man. Yeah. I'm a fan. Nah, that's love, and it's reciprocated too, bro. Like I was telling you, like off camera the other day when you pulled up to the studio, like what you do, like is so different from from the sensationalized like podcast that's out right now, and like I I appreciate that so much, like because it shows like your intentionality. To just like everything you're doing, like you actually care about having dope conversations, yeah. not just about a headline. So yeah. I'm, it's the same, bro. I'm a fan, bro. Well, I appreciate I'm a fan. it, man. Yeah, appreciate it for sure, man. So you 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 brought up when I pulled up to the studio the other day, man. Yes, sir. You got some phenomenal music that's coming. Yeah, kind of um, tell the people like what what was behind um your thoughts about making this new album. Because okay. you, how you broke it down to me, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's – so it's funny. Um, it's Pandemic. Um, and that's I was, the name of the album, Pandemic? No, no, no. The, oh, okay. the name of the album is called I, Dream City. Okay, I was about to Dream say, City yeah, yeah, yeah. LP, which is uh, – so the title is a play on uh, Arlington Coin. They knew that, – oh, my bad. Arlington Coin, they knew um, – they knew uh, nickname as American Dream City. And so I thought it would just be dope, you know what I'm saying, to play on the words of Dream City. Okay. But that came later. So when I started working on it, like I said, it was in the in the pandemic. Um, everybody's sitting down, and uh, you really alone with your thoughts. And I had just started working with uh, Da Vinci, who my boy uh, Jones actually introduced me to. And um, he pulled up, and the intro song, Southside Intro, like he, he made that beat on the spot. And the first thing that came to mind you know, was the 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 first line, um, which started to tell the story about my childhood. It was mm. never planned. Like I never. It was just like it's on now. White tees and jabos. This is the story of my youth. The greatest story ever told. And it was like I didn't plan on doing that, but it was just like what was surfacing. You know. Mm. So I had been gone. You know, like we talked about last time, like seven years, and that was like year two of me being home. So all of these memories started coming back. And it was like the story was like ready to be told. And so we started working on it then in 2020. Dope, dope. Yeah. So do you think if it wasn't for the pandemic, you wouldn't have been able to sit down with your thoughts and really kind of reminisce about stuff that, that, that you didn't went through? Yeah, really. Sure. Yeah, the pandemic, it, it definitely did. And then just being home. Like I said, it's like because the geography. So it's you seeing certain places and memories are like popping up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, oh, dang, that McDonald's. Oh, dang, the my apartments I grew up in. Oh, dang. the high, Like, all of this stuff, the highway, like driving back and forth on the highway, you know, stuff like that. And you start, you know, reconnecting with people you ain't talked to, you know. And so you, like, remembering the stories and the, the parties. And, you you know, you're just remembering everything. And it was like, okay. And then it just all just started, you know, on its own. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, there, is there a story that you didn't get to tell on the album that you, like, dang, I wish I would have told this story or... Uh, is there a memory who was like, dang, I wish I would have got that on the album? 
Man, um, cause you was telling like when I was listening to the album, you was talking about how your homeboy just came home from doing the bid. Yep. How y'all? I think you said something about one of your homeboys that got killed on I twenty or something. Yeah. yeah. So like it, they like they like some deep stories yeah. in the album, man. Yeah. Is there something that you wanted to get on there that you didn't? Um, I don't think so. I think everything that needed to be told was told. Okay, if that makes sense. Um. You know, I really, I really sat like it's three years later. You know, and we just now like finishing recording. So, it it took a long time to make sure that I told the stories that needed to be told. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And if not, there's these subtle ways that I paid homage to you know certain people who played a huge part in uh, you know, just like me being inspired by the city I come from. You know, so it's like subtle, subtle nods. Maybe I say a line. Or I'll channel them in the verse and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like every story that needed to be told was told. Per the people that needed to be mentioned were mentioned. Um, and so yeah, I just I'm I'm really 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 happy with this body of work. Like I don't know if I've ever, you know what I'm saying, just been as proud. You know because I take I, I take real pride in waving the flag for my city, mm. like and the people who who came before me. You know what I'm saying? Like I take real pride in that. And so. Uh, you know, playing it for them, they loving it, they inspired, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we got that coming too, you know, when we dropped the doc and all the reactions and stuff, but, you know, it, I'm I'm really proud of this body of work. Dope, man. Yeah. And, because I, I find it like most artists don't get as vulnerable, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or really be able to kind of tell their, their story um, through the music. Yeah. And I always find it like fascinating the ones who do get to tell their story. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, now, now you you digging into something now into emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was it was it scary going that route or being able to be that vulnerable on record or what was that process like? Nah, it, it wasn't. You know, it's it's funny. Um, vulnerability is is like my superpower. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I read. I remember I was in fifth grade, and this is when I first like. Realized I had an affinity for writing, right? So uh, I was reading this book, and it talked about something about how, like, when you when you just tell real and honest stories, like, it moves people, right? And we were doing a poem contest, and I wanted to win. I'm just competitive. <laughs> I wanted to win. And so I remember reading that, and I was like, okay, I'm going to write something that connect, like, that everybody can, like, you know, connect to and just be vulnerable. So I wrote a poem about parents. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm 10. Yeah, just okay. parents. And, yeah. and it worked. And I ended up like, you know, that little poem got published in like the little book or whatever with schools and, and stuff like that. But I took that with me when I really started like, okay, I'm going to be an artist. And so I've always been super vulnerable in my music. Um, I just feel like it's my superpower. You know what I'm saying? Telling real stories, like being real with myself, first of all. You mm. know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. Can you uh, share with the audience before they hear the music, like one of the stories that's that's on the album? Yeah. Um. So probably my my favorite my favorite song is a song called "Little Nigga," and it's uh, it's like a, you know, a ride with me and my older homies. Like I was always the youngest around, you know, mm. because I because of playing basketball, you know, I played up, so all my friends were older, and uh, it's just a story about being with my older homies. And, you know, we getting into all the bull that, that you get into when you're younger. I'm 14, and they, like, 16, 17. So they on a whole nother thing than what I'm on. You know, I'm just like, I just want to hang out. But they like, we trying to find the girls. We trying to get some money. We trying to, you know what I'm saying? They on all of that. 
and uh, you know, it's 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 this journey, you know, through like what a what a day would be like with us. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So from them picking me up, and they used to like my boy D used to be like, he'd be like, "Come on, little nigga, get in." You know what I'm saying? Or he'd be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'd be like. I'm, where we going, bro? We, man, shut your ass up, little nigga. Just sit and ride. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff, like big homie type stuff. And so, uh, you know, it's just a journey to where we 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 posting up trying to get some food. You know, we got my nigga got some hoes, but no gas to get where we going. You know what I'm saying? Just stuff like that. And that's my favorite story because it comes to this situation where it's like, you know, we in these moments where we doing wild stuff, you know, stuff that gets you jammed up, you know what I'm saying? Get you, you know, penitentiary chances at a young age. And it's like, I'm having this, uh, like this dialogue with myself. Like, uh, my daddy did a bit, my uncles did too. I'm at odds with myself and all the things I value. Like, it's like reciprocate the cycle, trying to impress the crew or speaking for myself and stand on my own too. And it's like this, you know what I'm saying? This juxtaposition of trying to make this decision for myself, but I can't because I want to be like them so bad. I want to be accepted by them so bad. And then my older homie being like, nigga, I'm taking you home. This ain't this ain't for you. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you you one of us, but this not for you. And making that decision for me. You know what I'm saying? So that's my favorite story. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think that's missing like in the in the culture now where big homies would be like <sighs> Like nah, little nigga, Yo, we take sure. we taking you off. Well, cause it's no it's no big homies, right? A lot of mm. them got locked up, you know. So like mine are just coming home for real. Like they just coming home, you know, from doing stretches five years, four years, fourteen years. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, a, a lot of the youngest are growing up and they just governing themselves. You know what I'm saying? And then it's already, you know, we got the thing with no mentors, no dad. There's no dads in the neighborhoods no more. There's no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like stuff like that. And so, you know, I think that's what that's what really like the younger younger generation is faced with, like no guidance at all. And that's why this album is what it is, because it's like these is like, you know, to my youngest listen clear and internalize my quotes. Like, this is a cautionary tale, and this is also like proof mm-hmm. that bro, if you if you stick to your guns and if you stick to like what you love to do, like you can get somewhere. This like this environment is not all there is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I kind of put the uh, some of the onus on myself yeah. because I know I don't I don't reach back to people that are younger than me. You know what I mean? I'm still on my path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's like maybe I'd be forgetting about the young young dudes under me or you know that are that coming up trying to figure out, you know, which direction to go. But I don't I, I need to be more intentional on that. Cause yeah. we are the big homies now. For sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We are the big homies. We are we have to take that response take on that responsibility of we are now the big homies. Yeah. We need to give the, the some of the young dudes um guidance. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Go on the right path. But some of these young dudes, they don't Yeah, they don't. They don't want to hear it. And, <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's tough. It is tough. Um but it's just like a thing where we just have to show them first. Mm, yeah. You know, they just they they from they the phone gener- so they gotta see it first. Yeah. They can't just take your word for it. Like they ain't on the respect your elders thing no more. It's like, now nah, I respect you when I see you with the joint. Like yeah. when I see you with the ch- you you see what I'm saying? With the trophies. Then I'll listen to you. But the problem, I think the problem lies is that the people with the trophies who have that influence, they not going back to, you know what I'm saying, really holler at the kids. 
Um, and I know that for a fact because like I work with kids. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so um that's why I take I, I care so much about the babies. Like I care about them, you know, and I want to see them do well. And so I always try to make sure I'm like walking the right path to where they can look and they can see and be like, oh, okay, there's another option. So I don't gotta be guns in the videos. Yeah. So I don't have to be this about women. So I don't have to like, oh, there's another option. And that's all I'm trying to be is another option. Um, you know, and so but yeah, they need it. And that that's why I think this this album that you call uh, that you got coming out, Dream City, that's why I think it's so important because you're going back telling stories about where you could have went wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where some of your other partners did go wrong. Yep. And you know what I mean? And they just now coming home from when y'all was kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think I think that's why this is so this album that you got coming is so important and it's putting on for Arlington. Yeah. I never hear nobody repping Arlington, man. Yeah. It's either Dallas or Fort Worth. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so I think that's super dope, man. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. You know, and it's, it's B. Hamp told me that. Like, mm. when I when we first linked, uh, you know, for him to record his verse for the song that we did on the album, he was like, man, keep waving the flag the way you're doing. He was like, that was a slip-up I had. I said mm. DFW. I should have just, like, really, you know what I'm saying? And so he gave me that game just being like, keep waving the flag for Arnton. Be specific. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously, like, Nip and guys like that who – uh you know what I'm saying? We're super specific about like where they were from. You know, right? NWA. They said Compton. You know right. what I'm saying? Atl uh, uh, Outcast. We from Atlanta. We from the East Side. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they were super specific, and it's like these stories can still like you know what I'm saying? Just because we from different places, it's funny. Like black folk, we are the same everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like we do the same stuff. Like we do the same things. We 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 share some of the same lingo. The the accents may be a little different, but like we all the same and we share these experiences. And so yeah, I just feel like it connect. Okay. Um the album, when is it when is it when can people expect it, man? Fall. Fall, okay. Fall. fall. So we tighten it up on like the, you know, just just how we want to roll it out. But fall, you know what I'm saying? And we also taking some meetings and just seeing like where we wanted to land and how we wanted to come out. So Okay. Yeah, man. Just, you know. So you you possibly going to the major markets or you stay in India or what you doing? Yeah, so we we we're trying to figure it out now. Um we got we got some situations that's kind of lining up. So we just seeing what's gonna work best for us in this moment. But uh, you know, I, I just don't wanna be like naive. I think when we talk about independence, everybody thinks independence is like just doing it by yourself. Mm -hmm. When it's not, there's like you gotta have bread to be independent <laughs> for real. You know what I'm saying? People don't talk about that. Like Independent do not mean like yo know, I'm I'm broke doing this. No, yeah. that is not yeah, what independent yeah. means. Independent yeah. just mean you not signed to one of the three majors. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying. But even being independent, you gotta have you know what I'm saying bread to do what you're trying to do. So we just want to make sure we get it out to as many people as we can. You know what I'm saying. This story matters. I remember last time we talked about indie or major, right? Yep. I kind of changed my tune a little bit. You mm -hmm. know what I mean okay. because. I see it. I see um, as a business, right? And instead of just saying, "Hey, I just want to be all independent," or it's, it's strategic partnerships oh, that you can <laughs> that you can link with somebody else that you know. What I mean that they do something well, you do something well. Let's put it together. Let's yeah. get in this car together, and yeah. we can make some bread together. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's really what I think independent artists should start doing: yeah. develop their own company. 
partner with another machine or a company that can actually amplify their music and get it to as many people as they as they can. Yeah. I think that's the the smarter business move. You Agreed. know what I mean? Agree. And I think I think the the big the big independent the independent big dogs, they gotta tell the story better. Mm. Like they don't tell the story like really like well. You know what I'm saying? They just like, yo, I we did it ourselves. Woo, woo, woo. It's like, no, you didn't. Somebody put up 50 racks for you to be <laughs> able to break through. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not just like, oh, I'm gonna post my song and then boom, it goes. That's mm. just not how it works. And so we gotta stop telling this fairy tale, especially to the youngins. And because it's met for one, it's messing up the quality. Right. Mm. So they just thinking like, oh, okay, we just do it off our phone and boom, throw it out. No, like. These independent artists, the the ones you love, the Larry Junes, he started with, you know, X amount of dollars. Like, you know, Currency started with X amount of dollars. Like, Wiz started with X amount of dollars. All of these independent nips started with, you know what I'm saying? Hove, like, you know what I'm saying? Who was like the most important independent artist ever. You know, they started with a big bag to do that independently. It costs, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we got to stop like uh, just making it seem like the majors is just super evil. It's really a negotiation game. I think uh, I think is part of La Russell. You know what I mean? I think I see. I, I'm waiting to just see what actually comes of that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think La Russell is dope. For sure. You know what I mean? But he is like so anti majors. Yeah. And on one hand, I get it because you know he kind of got played by by a major. And on the other hand, I'm like. But there, there are other ways to go about getting it out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really just waiting to just see how that plays out because I heard um, a conversation between Charlemagne and this other guy. I forget his name, Loon, I think. Yeah, where they yeah. were saying, you seen that? Yeah, where they were saying something about like independent artists have a ceiling. You know what I mean? And yeah. they always gonna hit that ceiling. Yep. And I'm looking at La Russell like. I wonder what his ceiling is. You know what I mean? If he tried to go all the way independent or if, you know, because he built his own platform and did all that. Mm-hmm. I'm really, like, waiting to see what that is and if there's anybody else that could plug into him yeah. or his machine. And break. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I think when you talk about that, right, so the the, the two, like, people that I studied, um, really when it came, when I started doing this, I was like, okay, we're going to go independent for real, was Macklemore. Mm. and Chance the Rapper, right? What people don't know about Macklemore was when Thrift Shop was the biggest song in the world, he was independent. Mm. He only had a distribution deal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was not... You you can go look on Apple Music when it, at the bottom where it said, you ain't gonna see a label name because he wasn't signed to no label. He was independent. He just had distribution, which means somebody put up money for him to, like, for his, his record to be pushed some more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because there is a ceiling. But he was like independent from a major, and then Chance the Rapper, right? When he dropped that third third mixtape, he partnered with Apple. He, it was an Apple Music exclusive, and they gave him X million dollars to do that, to and do he was front exclusive. page. And you know what I'm saying? So he had the bread to play like he was a big, you know, a part of the big label. So he had the money to push, you know what I'm saying? Himself, the visuals. To get on the Saturday Night Lives, to do the Grammy stuff, like all of that costs bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not, it's it's not a, it's never just a thing of, all right, I I just blew up by hap- it just happened. No, yeah. that's not true. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah, never yeah. gonna be true. Like yeah. 
it, it's really like you gotta have some bread behind you. Would you do an exclusive with a what with a DSP? For sure. What? <laughs> you know, we ain't turned it down. You know. So, because I know, I know, but when I, what I'm, I guess my, my, more so, what I'm asking is, would you do a, a di- distribution deal with a like a smaller DSP? Maybe not an Apple, yeah. because you know they they want the major artists. You know what I mean? But like somebody who is in that DSP area at the same level that you are in the music game, yeah. and they just want exclusive music to try to. Uh, bring more fans in. See, that would, would be you tough. do something like that? That would be tough because you're talking about like the smaller ones, like because who you know what I'm saying? Everybody Spotify, Apple Music, some people title, yeah, like, or app or uh, Amazon Music is the new gen. But like, so that that's tough. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, what? Are, how are we gonna get people here? Are we spending the ad dollars, the marketing? The, like, what are we doing to get them to come even check this out? Am I big enough to draw people? Like they want to hear this music so bad that they'll come over here. You know what I'm saying? Like LaRusso was kind of built a system like that with the uh, his the, his version of the Proud to Pay, where mm-hmm. people buying like the album straight up from him, which is crazy. That's that's the dopest thing I think he does is like like he made a hundred thousand like week one from people buying his album, and then you know what I'm saying? Like he only streamed like he had like four thousand like purchases from streams or whatever. Like, that's so impressive. You know what I'm saying? That's so impressive that people would spend their hard-earned money nowadays. I wonder, why, I wonder why more artists don't do that. I think it's fear. Just being real. It's really? just fear. Yeah. Because the numbers matter so much. You get in them conversations, them label conversations, the numbers matter so much. The optics of the numbers, they matter so much. And I think the fear is kind of like, oh, I don't want to put this put this album up just for sale. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe people won't buy it. Like, it's, it can be a thing. Because I, I know for me... Like, I probably now, the way I listen to music, I probably wouldn't buy, like, a whole album, but I'd buy a song that I really like. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If, and if it's only cost me a dollar for that song, yeah. then I, I, I do that. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I remember when Apple was doing the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you could buy the whole album from nine ninety nine, or you could just buy the songs that you want for a dollar. Yeah. And I don't know how that trickled down to the actual artist, but... Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'd rather some because I guess the way I listen to music, I ain't listening to a whole album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll listen to if I got a song that should be on repeat. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. If I got a song, I, like, I love it. Am yeah. I gonna be on repeat? But I think I think it, I think more artists can benefit financially by just giving it directly to the people who support them yeah, for right. one dollar for a song. Twelve ninety nine for a whole album. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the proof is the proof. Like we have the proof. It worked for Nip. It's working for La Russell. I think it's just building up on enough steam and mm. for people to like actually care. You know what I'm saying? Like the. I like, think that's the marketing. For oh, absolutely. I think that's which the, you, to do the marketing. You gotta yeah. have a. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't have to see this. <laughs> you this, gotta have a bag. No, see, I disagree. I I think it's it's just it has to be creative and it has to be different with the for marketing. Sure. But I think because. Um, the one thing that that Nip did was so dope when he was selling a hundred dollar album. He said it was a hundred dollars. Only a couple of people bought the album at first, and most people talk about it. But the conversation around the whole thing is what made it uh, have a life of its own. For sure. And he didn't have to have no extra money. He just the same 
two, three dollars it cost to print up. That's true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. it was just creative and different. Yeah. And so I think that's what most artists get caught up. Oh, I need the bag to be able to get this marketing plan. And I think if you just most artists, if you think outside the box, agree, some creative, some different, yeah. but something that's relative to you, For the sure. artist, man, you could you could really I agree with that. You could you could really like make something shake, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or change the market, or at least into the market. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The people who love you, I just think it just takes some some really some think tank and all your your whole crew, the home team records, get your whole crew in there like, yo, what can we do? Oh no, this marketing we finna do for yeah. you. <laughs> like these ideas. And it's it's about to start. Like here in like t- the next two weeks, like you'll see like the first things like we the rollout. Oh yeah. It's it's crazy. Like just that you know, the ideas, because there's so much that, uh, there's so many things that this city played a part in. Mm. And so we just like, you know, we making sure we touch the certain points, you know. And then I'm just putting together my whole story. So even like me playing ball, like I've never talked about it before. And so we're incorporating that into this whole thing, mm. you know. So it's like, it's yeah, it's going to be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went there. And I don't think people know that's outside of DFW area, area that the Cowboy Stadium is in Arlington. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like a big staple in Arlington. You know yeah. what I mean? Probably not when you was a kid, um, it wasn't there. But I think now, when people come, they come to Arlington. For sure. And they don't even know it. That's why it's the, it's, it's, Arlington is about to be the entertainment capital of America. It's Speak. about to happen. Speaking. No, it's just a fact. Like, the FIFA's going to be here later this year. Mm. Um. MLB All Star Game next year. We got we the only place with two baseball stadiums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A hundred yards from each other. <laughs> Texas Live, the first Texas casino will be connected to Texas Live. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? It's all of it. That's why, like, if you drive in certain points of Arlington, it says Entertainment District. Entertainment District. That's why they changed the name to American Dream City. Like, it's gonna be everything here. There's going to be no excuses. Like, they're already doing the huge, massive uh, fights are here. Canelo fights here. Errol Spencer's fought AT&T. All of these things are happening here in Arlington. Like, this is going to be, this is becoming a hub, a cultural hub, which it's always been. Like, it's always been. Like, when you talk about, especially, like, the dance era, um, you know, people had to come here first to get those records broke. They had to come to the stadium first. Mm. Like, when you talk about the Chris Browns, the Bow Wows, the, you know what I'm saying, the Stanky Leg, like, all of that. They had to, you know what I'm saying? Those records got broke here in Arlington. And then, like, Dallas artists, too, like, because the Arlington Stadium was the hub. It was a hub of culture. Talk about the stadium, man, because I keep right. everybody that's from this area always talk about stadium yeah. and how dope it was. Yeah. Can you explain to the people, like, what stadium was? For sure. So the Arlington Stadium used to have this thing uh, called Super Sundays. And they would do it on Sundays when there was no school on Mondays, right? So if there's a holiday on a Monday, Super Sunday cracking is is going mm. up. Um, and then during the summer, every, every Sunday, it would be happening. And the line would be from the door all the way back to the street, to Cooper. Like, that's how many kids would be here. Just out, like, you know... And you you hustling in the line trying to just you might not even have no money to get in, but you just going through. You may know some people, some girls, so you ask, oh let me get it, let me get through that. You got two dollars, like you doing whatever you can. You know what I'm saying? And then even if like it was like a big deal to be a part of the street team, because that means you got in for free every time. 
So people would be like, you know what I'm saying? If they could be a part of what the street What was the street team? team? They was like promoting yeah, like the, the like skate. everywhere. So you got people from all different high schools, and it was 13 to 18, right? So you got people from all these different high schools, different schools or whatever, who passing out, you know, every week. Oh, uh, B. Hemp performing his, you know, Ricky Bobby. Like, you know what I'm saying? The GS boy is going to be here performing. Like, all of these people from the city, uh, Fat Pimp, like, all of these people, they go, you know, there was just a place you had to come, like yeah. get these records broke. Because if the ki- if the kids was dancing to it, is and it's MySpace era, so if that's if it's movement like that, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. Soldier Boy, like early, I'm talking about early Soldier before it cranked, that was even like a hit. Yeah, like he was in there, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was just a, it's, it was just like a moment in time um, that we gonna, you know, we gonna we gonna bring back. Yeah, you you and your your partner RJ was in there talking about um, bringing back Skadium, man. For sure. How y'all gonna How y'all plan on doing this? I don't want to unveil it all the way, <laughs> but it's gonna be a moment. It's gonna be a moment, a special moment, and the people who are from here, who are from that era, it's gonna be one of those things. Like I cannot miss this. Like I cannot miss this. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just what I want to do with the album. I just like I want to. I want the kids to be proud of where they from. And just to see the the movement, the you know what I'm saying, everything, and like, oh wow, like we can, I can stand on this, and to get, like I said, another option. Oh, he ain't rapping about this, 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 or his flow ain't this, 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 and this. Like, okay, he's telling a story. This, okay, this different. Like, this is not what I expected from somebody from here, and that's what people always tell me. Oh, you don't sound like you from here. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just giving people another option and dope experiences. So yeah, oh, dope man. Yes sir. Okay, all yeah, right. Man. What is your feeling on uh, collabing with like different artists, man? I love to, like really? for sure. Yeah, it's uh, you know I love working in person. That's my mm. favorite thing. So I'm like, I'm having people pull up to the studio or vice versa, whatever. Like I love I love working together. It just gotta make sense. Like I'm just not hopping on anything. Like mm, okay. you look around, I don't have a bunch of feature verses. Like, it got to make sense. It's got to be dope. The energy got to be right. And then, for the most part, I got to like you. Like, we got to be cool. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I can't just like, you know what I'm saying? So the energy just got to be right. And if the energy right, then we can get a record for sure. Okay. So yeah. if somebody sent you something, you be like, ah. Uh, no, I, or you just, I or you just got to like the record. Yeah, I just got to like the record. That's really okay. it. That's really it. And it just got to align with me and who I am as a, as a man and, you know, who my brand is. So, um after that, like, yeah, we can we can knock the record. And if it speak to me, like, I don't know, within the press play, the first three seconds, uh, okay, words came, let's go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. if not, I'd be like, nah, this ain't the one, bro. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I, that's one thing that I, I don't think people in this DFW area do. Not a lot of collabs going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it- a scarcity mentality. Because if we feel like it's, it's, it's not enough room, right? We, we feel like it's not enough room here for all of us to exist at the same time. But, you know, I told you about Killer Mike's album. What I love about that is the the the, the song that everybody's talking about is a song with him and Andre 3000. Mm. Future's on that song. And then the R&B singer's on that song, too. How does that make sense? Like, that's not supposed to make sense, but it sounds absolutely phenomenal. And he did a great job. Like, he Killer Mike got a song with Young Thug on there. What? Mm. Like, <laughs> that don't make sense. But it made sense because they come from the same place. They share something in common. They know what it's like to ride down this street, to be on this highway. And so it's like, okay, let's put aside the genre stuff. Let's put aside the ego and, like, let's just work. Let's just make something dope. And there's enough space for them to coexist there. 
There's enough space for us to coexist in this metroplex with seven million people. It's enough space. We just gotta, you know, we just gotta do it. We just gotta cut the ego stuff and just and just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's enough room for us. You know what I'm saying? I just thought of something that's called DAFW. Dallas, Arlington, and Fort Worth. If three people could get on a record and call it DAFW. I don't know. That might work. <laughs> I just that might work. I don't know. The funk. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> nah, it could we could man, we could do it. You know, we, we could do it. Um we just gotta do it. That's it. We just gotta we we just gotta stop acting like we can't coexist. Cause a lot of us be supporting each other like, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, bro. Yeah, oh, like <laughs> it's like behind the scenes, like yo, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, and I ain't even saying we gotta be on no buddy buddy stuff, but like you know, we. <laughs> it broke my heart. I seen this, and there's no shots. Uh, it was somebody who threw a festival, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it was a white dude doing the festival, putting on like you know black artists, and I was just like, and he just wasn't putting the right people who who really like should be on it, who got real like motion and they really doing stuff and they're really dope it was just like bro you just put a bunch of your friends on there <laughs> like or whatever like this don't even make no sense and you calling it a, a, a you know what i'm saying whatever fest like bro come on man like it's other people but i think we just got to come together and do it ourselves and stop being scared to like stop being scared to like yo it's only a hundred people there this time okay like let's Let's Build. keep building. Like it ain't gonna start off as you know what I'm saying. The A3C fest. It's not mm. gonna do that. It's gonna take a second, you know. But I think we can do it. There's so many talented artists here. Coach Tev to, you know, the uh, Debbie Stones to Jason Lyric to, you know, and they're, and they're all different. Like yeah. everybody's different. It's so like we're super eclectic here. Like there's something for everybody here. So we just gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, cause I, what I see is like to the rest of the world, Dallas is just a space, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dallas is just a space, but it's like, if you get more than just one artist coming out of this city, now it's a movement, you know what I mean? And it's everybody will look at like, okay, I need to go. I need to mess with Dallas. Like I need to go there and fool with the the artists that's in there and tap in with them. Yeah. But. If, if it's only one person at a time, then you don't really get, yeah you don't really get that um, that movement that you need. Yeah. And I, I kind of uh, this I remember this one guy he was like, look, you could throw a rock, you know what I mean, in the ocean, and it'll give you little waves. Yeah. Or we could throw this big ass boulder in the ocean and get like a huge wave, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't I don't know what that's gonna take for, you know what I mean, people to really like collab in the city, really put on for the Dallas area. Cause I see it, I see it slowly turning, mm-hmm. but it could be an actual quicker movement yeah. if people just collab and just jump on. And not even like for no album, just like mixtapes, like, hey, I'm gonna just give y'all a song with three these three artists. You know what I mean? I agree. And yeah. just make something shake, man. I agree. Um I can't I can't uh, let this go by. This is BT weekend. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? You're gonna be at the BT Rock the Mic or what is it called? Uh brunch, I think it is. Okay. Cultural brunch. Okay. 50 and you, years of hip hop. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And you're gonna be on um you're gonna be in a booth or rapping or what they yeah, got you so doing? I, yeah, I get to do the uh, the rap city joint. So okay. which is crazy because I grew up like I watched all of them. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, all of them. You know, every day I would come home and I'm putting on, I mean, like most of us did, like all the the hip-hop generation, we're going to pull up to the house, we're putting on Rap City, and right after Rap City, it's 106 in part. Mm. And we watching. You know what I'm saying? You may flick the TRL real quick, just see who on TRL. (laughs) If it's just like some pop star, you, I'm back back over here. You know, but so to be able to come and, and do like the Rap City booth, I'm super excited to like, you know, drop a verse, man. Like, what? The booth? That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. So I'm excited. Bet, man. Um, any anybody you looking to uh to see at the BET Awards, the actual awards? Uh, I don't even honestly, I'm I'm sure they're gonna do a super dope uh Actually, I lied. There is somebody. Okay. The GS boys from Arlington, Texas are at the BET Awards, and they will be performing. Really? Yes. I think they're a part of the 50-year anniversary thing, whatever they're going to do. But shout out to the GS boys, man, um, for putting on for our city, for having one of the most legendary dances ever, the Stanky Leg. Um, shout out to all of them, man. Y'all kill it this weekend. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to see because they're putting on for us. Okay. That's, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yo, man, Joseph, leave your 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 um your tags, your Instagram, where people can get a hold of you if they want to get a verse, they want to just tap in with you, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, on Instagram, uh, at tha underscore vibrant TikTok, you can hit me there. Uh, on YouTube, uh, Joseph Live, um, and yeah, just tap in with me. You know, we'll go from there. But uh, this Dream City album on the way, Fall twenty three. And I gotta give you a, sh- a huge shout out, man, because because of you, I started my TikTok. Oh, I let's start- go. Yeah, <laughs> let's I started go. my TikTok, man. You told me a long time ago, like, yo, you need to be on that platform. Yeah. And I appreciate you for that because that's been giving me some motion over there. You yeah. know what I mean? Man, I just for believe in what in. you do, yeah. bro. Like, just straight up. I believe in what you do, the conversations you having, the, the, the people you having up here. Like, it's not, for whatever reason, we're sensationalized um, a lot. And so just the dope conversations that you have, the incredible people that you have, and uh, you do your homework too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I've been it, trying to, man. Yeah, bro. So it's I, I, like it's everything that's that's going your way is, is well-deserved, bro. You put in all the work. Appreciate it, man. Yes, Appreciate it. I, I can't do it by myself. I got an amazing team behind sure. me, man. John has been here. Sebastian is new. We like we trying. I'm trying to grow this whole thing. Right, you know what I mean. So appreciate you, man. Yes, appreciate you, Joseph. Love, bro. Yo, man, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. And once again, man, holla at y'all. Yes, sir.